genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 42, which is quite possibly the greatest escalator minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And we're covering Minute 42, which of course is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Uh, if you got that reference, you are at least a level one nerd. Good job. I'm not going to say what it is, but I know now because you did that on 42 of, I believe it was the Burbs, and I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I wanted to get my nerd cred up, so I went and looked it up. So. Well, I just said this the other day. I think I posted this. I was like, uh, I watched, I started watching a couple episodes of Doctor Who just because that was a huge hole in my nerd credibility. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I knew a little bit about it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta watch something of it just to. <laughs> I, I don't know where to start. Where do you start? Um, start at. 2005 with uh, Christopher Eccleston as the doctor. Yeah. You don't that's start when, like, the, like that's 19- when like the new ones started. You don't they start consider- in, like 1960 where it started. No, no, actually no. started. <laughs> start there, like everybody that I talked to was like, start there. That's like the new one. Okay. So that's like, it's him. And then it's, uh, uh, the guy who was on Jessica Jones. That was the bad guy. Oh, it's Purple him Man. for a little while. Yeah. It's him for a little while. And then it's the guy, Matt Smith. And then it's going to be, I guess the girl that's taken over now or no. Okay. And then Capaldi and then the girl. That villain was one of my scariest villains for all. Oh, he was um, awesome. Yeah, he was yeah, Purple he Man. Was great. Yeah, yeah, he was really good on that. Yeah, he was really good. But like Marvel, of course, had one good villain. They're like, well, let's, let's kill him off. Spoiler alert. Right. He's, well, I, I, <laughs> nobody's dead forever, is it? Oh, that's a good point. What the hell did you say? Oh, yeah, because Doctor Who. I looked at it. I'm like, it starts in like the 60s. Yeah, and so you don't I, need to know that backstory or nothing. Um, the best way I could put, it, I've watched like because I've been watching it at work. I probably watched like 70 episodes. The best way I could put it is, it reminds me a little bit of like kind of like a, a Star Trek The Next Generation vibe to it okay. of like each episode. It's all like one ongoing story, but it's like every episode it's like, hey, this thing happened and now we need to deal with it. And then like 45, 50 minutes later, we've pretty much done that. Right. Yeah. But it's a, they're kind of <laughs> self-contained and it's all one long. Like that's it reminds me of that kind of setup and delivery. I don't know if they're all like that, but that's I think they are. Well, that's easy to follow. Then. I should be able to. Yeah. All right. Now back to our minute. <laughs> After we wandered <laughs> off for 20 minutes. Uh, minute 42 starts with the ladies changing room. And ends with sitting with Trish. But in between there, we're going to get some life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, Silent Bob takes a nice long look at our, our friend here who we have, we don't know yet. Right. We're at this point, we don't know if she has any tie to our people at all or if she's just some random girl at the mall. Right. Some extra that they throw in the dressing room. Some extra. Room. <laughs> some extra the director's probably having sex with. <laughs> she makes the weirdest face at him, too. Well, it's at first it's like the ah, like he came in here, and then it's kind of like, like why uh, are you in f- here? Yeah. <laughs> and then we see a kid wearing some overalls and some Timberland boots sitting on the escalator. Sitting on the escalator. <laughs> what are they? Oshkosh Bagosh, them overalls yeah. he's got on. Yeah. Have you ever seen a kid sit on an escalator? <laughs> I never noticed, but I'm going to start looking now. I've never seen a kid sit on the escalator because I, I don't know any parent that's that bad. I was always afraid of even my sneakers getting caught in the escalator yeah. when I was going up. When I was a kid, I used to – when you get to the top, you jump. Did you used yeah. to jump? I used to jump, because that I, thing looks pointy. I didn't jump because I was afraid. I jumped because I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah it's also fun. <laughs> but, I mean, if you really want to go down a dark path, just uh, Google escalator accidents. <laughs> I have deaths and injuries involving escalators or elevators. Incidents involving elevators and escalators kill about 30 and seriously injure about 1,700 people each year in the United States, according to the data provided by the U.S. Well, the thing. Bureau. You have that in there, and they, they dumped elevators in there? Yeah. Here's a fun fact at parties, if you ever want to see it. It's like, uh, say, what is the safest way to travel? Any form of locomotion, what's the safest way to travel? 
people might say plane because that's right. what you always hear. Yeah, that's, that's not right. No, it's bullshit. It's, uh, motorcycle is the most dangerous okay, way to travel. Um, walking is pretty dangerous because that slips, trips, falls, all that stuff. Right. Uh, statistically, from what I've been able to find, the safest way to travel is an elevator. Really? It goes by its fatalities per trips, per amount of people moved. Okay. So, like, there hasn't been, like, a confirmed elevator death. That means you're in the elevator and you die. Not like right, you're, now you're working and, on it. Yeah, and you get right. hit or something. But, like, okay. there's been almost no confirmed elevator deaths because if the elevator cables snap, the braking system stops them. Well, when you get to the bottom, you just jump a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you've definitely seen more people die in elevators in movies than you've ever seen in real life. Right. Probably more than ever happened I, in real life. I'm pretty sure – now, this could be apocryphal because I'm just going to say this. There's only been one confirmed elevator that fell from, like, the top of a skyscraper to the bottom, like, where the oh, really? brakes didn't seize it. And it went to the bottom, and I'm pretty sure that people lived. Wow. And that was when uh, the B B-29 – B, B, uh, crap. I can't remember what kind of plane it was. Crashed into the Empire State Building. Oh. It hit it. It severed the cords and the elevators went down. Did they just drop from the top? Yeah. And I think they survived. Now. Wow. I could have checked all that, you know, but I'm not going to. Why would you? Yeah. Why would I? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure some, uh, enterprising person in the Danton Bob Quicker stop will go in there and be like, uh, no, you are, you are incorrect. I know my mother in law hates driving she lives in florida and she hates driving here to new jersey so she always tells me it's safer to fly than it is to drive i'm i always say no it's not because you cannot pull a plane over to the side of the road if something <laughs> breaks down <laughs> and yeah people more people get hurt in car accidents because there's more cars well she is of course right <laughs> right statistically statistically logically like i understand that the logical part of my brain understands that but <laughs> <laughs> the other part of my brain also understands that if something happens, like, because you, you don't have any control. That's the problem. Yeah, that's my problem with it. I feel like, well, I'm out here. I know what's going on. I can move my car. I can do whatever. Like, right. I can jump out and leave it there if I have to. Yeah. But You're yeah. not doing that on an airplane. I mean, but if you look at it, there's almost, especially like, you know, first world country airlines, there's almost no fatalities. It's almost. Un- <laughs> even if there are crashes, there very rarely are fatalities. Yeah. But that doesn't help me when I'm sitting at 30,000 feet. No. Right. Every time that plane would move. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I, I hate turbulence. <laughs> and I've had some bad flights, too. Yeah. <laughs> some real bad ones. I've had Where, only like, one. When like, you're in turbulence like that for like three hours. No, no, I haven't had that happen. Oh, my God. It was I would like, probably never fly again. Um, oh, God. I'm not going to remember who told this story because I really like to – I'd like to give them the story. God, I've listened to too many podcasts. <laughs> the one where they said that the, the wing of their plane – all the skin on the wing of the plane came off. Oh, no. Oh. And they descended from like 30,000 feet to like 2,000. Oh, my God. And they were over the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, the story is harrowing. And then they had to slow down because now you got to go at like your minimum speed. So now your flight's like an extra five hours. And you're oh sitting there God. staring out the window. You can see like the medical metal scaffolding out of your plane. That sounds horrible. No, I would say my worst was coming into Philly and we dropped like the last 300 feet. Right on the runway. Oh, why? We hit we hit so hard it deployed the uh, the oxygen masks. Oh my god! I don't know. We hit, we just hit, either he was overshooting or we hit like an air pocket. We were just like bam. We hit. I mean, we hit hard enough where like you felt like the landing gear like give down. Oh my god! I was like, oh yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you think about that. But then like, how many close calls have you had in your car? We're like a lot. 
a matter of seconds and you could have either they would hit you or you would hit them. Or you pass an accident that happened like three seconds before you got there. Yeah. And but you're like, I mean, it's me. still you, you feel like you have control. Yeah. Well, you know where you do have control on the escalator. <laughs> Definitely. You have control on the escalator. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. I, I, so they're going down and the kids coming up and like Brody just grabs a hold of TS just to like point. He is trying to point out to him like a supermodel famous person is going past yeah. like, like Jennifer Lawrence is going past on the other side. Like, oh my God, look, 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 look. look. Yeah. And it's not. It's a kid tugging on his parents' thing. First of all, if my kid actually, first of all, my kid would never sit on the escalator. But if they did, they certainly would not pull my pant leg like that. No. Because you'd be getting yanked up. You're like, and don't would, do that. He would look down and say, get the fuck up off, this, off the escalator. Don't sit yeah. there. You're going to get killed. Yeah. So he yells, I hope your pants get caught and a bloodbath ensues. <laughs> Yes, um, thinks he he knows the kid or something. You know that kid yeah. or something. And that's what he <laughs> is, says. Is that, that better? If you know him, <laughs> no. Yeah, he's my nephew. It's fine. <laughs> but like he said that right when they went by. Yeah. And oh yeah, right to the kid's face. And there's no cell phones at this time, so you gotta assume the parent is probably paying attention. <laughs> and then when they get further up, he says the mother should suffer that indignity. All right. Yeah, that horrific where, ordeal. So she'll learn how to manage her child. <laughs> and he yells it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to break in right here and say, this is supposed to take place in New Jersey, right? <laughs> right. If you scream at somebody at an escalator in New Jersey, he might you can be guaranteed minimum you're getting screamed back at. Oh, yeah. He might have got swung at. I don't care whether you're a guy and that's a woman. I don't care if it's a 95-year-old woman. You are getting screamed back at yeah. and getting at least five profanities. Especially if you're saying something to somebody's kid. Oh, Not God, a, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. You'd be lucky if she wasn't jumping over the barrier at you. She certainly would not do anything like this. Right. Yeah, like, T.S. is like, it's sort of a harsh lesson, isn't it? Like, you can't get their legs mowed off. Right. But not a year goes by that I don't hear about some escalator accident, including some bastard kid that could have been easily avoided had some parent, well, I don't care which, but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect the escalator. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> talks about the escalator like I talk about the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've got to learn to fear and respect the ocean. And, like, really in the escalator, all you need to fear and respect is – um. Just for two seconds, stepping onto right. it, yeah. stepping off of it. It's really you could it. sit in the middle. You could really sit in the middle. You'd be all right. Yeah. He's got to make sure you get back up. It's more about just dangling any clothes into it. And not that I think I would get stuck, but like it could tear your stuff up. What movie was that where the girl's necklace got caught? Uh, it was one was of them. A, was it Final Destination? Yeah, I think it was one of them Final Destination yeah. ones. Yeah, because whenever something gets stuck in a movie, it's always something that won't break. Yeah. Or, yeah. or jam the machine. <laughs> it, this necklace was uh, like made of steel wool. I mean, steel or something because it cuts steel her head wool. off, I think. Steel wool. This hurts my steel, neck. Steel, <laughs> it's very itchy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's got to be some bastard kid either, but. When they're coming down the escalator, if you look over Brody's shoulder, there's like a, it looks like a naked girl sitting in one of the windows. Do you see it? I saw it too. And then when they get down, you see some other ones. I wonder if that's like a, is that a weird diner of some sort back there? I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see there's, like, pink windows. Yeah, it's really weird. I'm trying to see if there's one with, like, a person bent over, but you can't see what's behind him. That would really be a giveaway of what's going on <laughs> The there. person bent over looks like the guy from Fallout Shelter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, the guy that's holding up his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a little biff on his head there. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, he's really there. bent over, isn't he? Holy crap. What's going right. on there? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have uh, <laughs> anything else for the escalator part? Before we move on to our next uh, scene. No, I don't. They didn't show the kid stand up, so we don't know what his fate was. At the I'm sure he'll be school. fine. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> All right. So then we head into a new part of the mall. We got a bench and what appears to be a girl sitting on it who's somewhere between the age of 15 and 30. Yeah. Closer to 30, in my opinion. Yeah. But. 
She's got her knees <laughs> together and her feet inwards, definitely trying to pass for a young girl. Like a kid, yes. Yeah. And Brody walks over and smacks this thing out of her. I will hey. give her this. Her look of shock and surprise is 100% genuine. Yeah. Yeah, he did, she didn't she didn't know he was going to do that, and he looks like a total dick when he does that too. Yeah, although I got to admit, <laughs> yeah. I would I, I can't say I wouldn't do, have. Done I would it. probably yeah. definitely do somebody. Yeah, I can't say I wouldn't have done it, but he definitely looks like a dickhead when he does it. Yeah. Um. And TS has been a nice guy. He goes over and picks it up. Yeah, TS picks it up. What a swell guy. There was a couple of loose pieces of paper that came out, and he hands it back to her. <laughs> he should. He doesn't get a thank you, by the way. I'll add. He she doesn't. He doesn't. Nods but- in his direction. It's not the, I mean, it's not the last time she gives him the eye, though. She kind of gives him the eye on that, in that one. I think if TS, I mean, we'll talk about next week what's going on in the book, but I think TS had a shot. Yeah, yeah, I kind of think he has a shot, too. Uh, I will admit, though, when he slaps the thing out of her hand, uh, she does become unladylike for a second, and, you know, you gotta keep those legs together, a lady reveals nothing. <laughs> as I learned in A League of Their Own. <laughs> Shout out to the League of Their Own in it. Yeah, she's updating her calendar. Isn't, that's a new one, right? League of Their Own in it? Uh, did it start yet? Uh, it's coming. I think Doug Greenberg is not isn't he? Is there any podcast Doug Greenberg's not on? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> he's becoming a podcasting star there. I know. He's becoming, uh, I don't know, not Crystal Beth. Who else no. is on a ton of podcasts? Sean German. Yeah. He's becoming the new <laughs> Sean German. <laughs> so she, we find out that she's waiting for Jay and Silent Bob. For what? Yeah. For what indeed? Hopefully for nothing bad. <laughs> she's dressed, uh, like a, like a Bobo Catholic schoolgirl. She is. Is this the fancy part of the mall? All the girls walking by have like high heels and skirts on now. No denim. No denim in this part of the mall. Yeah, this is the no denim section. Yeah, this is this is where uh, fashionable well, male is and stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean it's just like the movies behind them. But I think I feel like they're well, they're downstairs. We saw them come down the escalator. I feel like fashionable males upstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it is upstairs. It's where the swanky stores are upstairs. <laughs> this is a video store behind them, right? But I mean, he's yeah, it, yeah. It's like a you know a. Uh, I couldn't think of a name of a video store. I almost said West Coast Video. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's Sun- a, not that's a rental place, right? Sun-Coast. What's a video store? Sun Coast. So this girl, who we don't know what his relationship with her, I'm just going to try to go over quickly what he does. After he knocks the thing out of her hand, sits down next to her, pets her hair, yeah. puts his hand around her like her shoulder, and then pets Starts her hair again. Her back, yeah. Now, part of me would be like, "That's creepy," but another part of me is like, "Like when, especially in like your 20s or whatever." I had friends that were girls who I'd known for like a long time. And this is a, definitely the kind of shit I would do to them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would torture them, especially in front of, like, a new person like TS. Right. Which is, I feel like that's where Jason Lee is. Although he makes some, maybe, uh, some loaded comments next week. I, at no point, think he's actually serious. Brody. Brody, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. At the end there, when he walks away, I think he might be trying to get in the book, but I'm not positive. I don't think so. I mean, I'm hoping not, since we'll get into it next <laughs> week in a big, bad way. There's yeah. a, there could possibly be a slight age difference. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Join us next week to find out about exactly how old is this girl sitting on the bench. <laughs> All right. Let me check my notes here because we have basically, we have the end of one minute and next week I think we might spend our whole week with Trish. We do. We spend the entire week, I believe. Yeah. We just got, uh, we had the Joey Lauren Adams, the, her great, uh, WTF face. <laughs> we had the escalator, which is basically a setup for a running joke. Yeah. And then the setup for next week. So we had like one ending and two setups for this minute. <laughs> right, I don't think I have anything else unless you have something. No. And well, except for you mentioned a running joke and I can never think of a running joke without thinking of the Muppets. So. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a running gag. Myth. Myth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You can go on the Muppet. Sorry. I, d- I wanted to make a Muppet minute, but they beat me to it. 
Yeah, and I told you this way back on Burbs. There was no way I was getting involved yeah. in the Muppet Minute because there was way too much research to be done for that. Right, right. Puppeteers and, and – No, there was no way <laughs> on God's green earth I was doing any of that work. <laughs> and I couldn't find anybody else, so I had to do it myself. I would sound like yeah. a crazy person sitting here talking about puppets. Yeah. <laughs> You're just sitting in your room. It's not easy being green. <laughs> Chris, are you doing that podcast? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Thank God frogs can hop or I'd be going with the Schwinn. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you, you, you need to do the, uh, do the plugs and get us out of here. <laughs> you can find us on Um You can come to our public site, buy a t-shirt. You can find us on the Burbs Minute from two years ago, three years ago, somewhere around there. <laughs> um, we did the Burbs one minute at a time, a Tom Hanks movie. You can go to moviesbyminutes.com. We're there. Uh, that's about it. You got anything else, Chef? No. I guess we'll really bring home the bacon. I guess you'll go hog wild. Waka, waka, waka. It's the Muppet Show. so many songs about rainbows. <laughs> What's on the other side? Oh, we got a Kermit the Frog impression. <laughs> well, I am keeping that. <laughs> the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational,